Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Hey, good morning, and um, welcome to Strength for the Day. And I, uh, I'm having a good morning so far. I hope yours is going well. It's been, uh, been busy, but I'm just uh, thankful for a new day and thankful to, uh, to get in his word and be in every day. Hello, Terry. How you doing, bud? And I uh, see you just jumped on. Thanks for joining. And if you're on this morning, jump on, say hello. Let me know where you're at. Ed McDonald, Krista Oliver, Molly Earhart. Uh, good morning to you all. Carlos Farias. Good job. Good morning, Carlos. I hope Carlos is doing well today. Uh, and by the way, Carlos's favorite character is Grogu. I remembered the name. If you were on with us on Wednesday, that's the name. Hi, Veronica. Good to see you this morning. And uh, I hope you, uh, if you're out there, hope you're on your first or second or maybe your third cup of coffee. Good morning to Dennis E. Fountain. Good morning, Brian Self. Glad Brian Self could join us. And uh, just thankful that you're all with us today. Well, it's another cold one outside. If you haven't been outside yet, uh, wear um, some scarves and extra coats and earmuffs and hats, and it's freezing. Uh, we're supposed to get a, a storm coming in this weekend, um, so be prepared for that, but that's okay. We're going to have a great time. Looking forward to this Sunday, those of you from our church. Uh, man, this weekend's going to be a great weekend. We've got our um, Sign Me Up Sunday, and it is going to be a great, great day. Uh, Veronica, I see you're having your second cup of coffee. Me too. I'm on my second already. Hello, Mrs. Honeycutt. Glad you could join us. Uh, Heidi Pickens, howdy from Spokane, and uh, I hope that uh, you're doing well. I don't know if you guys have snow over there. Uh, you're supposed to be getting a bunch of snow here soon, uh, so we, we uh, pray for you. Uh, but anyway, this Sunday at our church, Sign Me Up Sunday, going to be a great day as we uh, look forward to serving. And I'm going to be preaching out of Nehemiah chapter number three, an incredible, incredible passage that I think will be a help to us. Hello, Miss Dolores. Glad you could be on with us. Man, you and Mrs. Honeycutt are here with us today. And I'm glad to have you both on. Uh, then Sunday night for our church, we're starting a brand new series um, called Conquest and Defeat. And it's a study about God's grace, mercy, and a life of faith. We're going to be in the book of 2 Samuel. And I, I want to tell our church I am looking forward to this series. I have, I have already been helped and encouraged even in just studying for it and preparing for it. And uh, I'm looking forward even to this Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, really, it's a, an interesting take on 2 Samuel chapter number 1, realizing that even though... Even though our enemy, even though people may be against us, uh, we need to always be concerned about the cause of Christ. And we're going to see that Sunday morning and Sunday night, really kind of a theme through the day, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, this morning, we're going to uh, jump right into our Strength of the Day study. We've been going through the Sermon on the Mount, this longest recorded message that Jesus gave us, uh, chap Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And what an incredible portion of Scripture. And I'll see if one of the guys can help me uh, maybe next week, one day, throw up a picture of, of the area, perhaps where this uh, Sermon on the Mount would have been taught. I've been to that area, kind of just... Um, 
a natural amphitheater, if you will, uh, where Jesus would have spoken these words and many people would have come to to hear him. But we need to know that when you come to Matthew 5, 6, and 7, Jesus was speaking specifically to the followers of Christ. Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, Jesus spoke about finding divine joy and perfect happiness. Then uh, the end of Matthew 5, Jesus said, you've heard it said this way, but I say unto you, and he spoke to them about their heart following him. The beginning of Matthew 6, Jesus talked about not living out um, a Christian life. It wasn't called a Christian life then, but not living out a life following God, not, not doing that in order to please other people, but instead we do that in order to please the Lord and, and him alone. And so, of course, uh, Jesus gave them those truths out of in Matthew chapter number 6. And, and then yesterday, yesterday, as we looked at living out a life for God alone, we looked into prayer and understanding that prayer should have a number of aspects in it. Number one, it should not be something that is just repetitive, uh, but we should, we should really think about what we pray and, and process our thoughts when we pray. And in our prayer, we should focus upon worship and submission to the Lord and giving requests to the Lord and asking him for forgiveness and uh, praising him and thanking him and praying for others. And there's, there's so much there in Matthew 6 in the model prayer. Today we're going to jump into Matthew 6 and verse 19 down through verse number 24. And a couple of these verses are very clear, very cut and clear, and you could, you could read them and easily, easily digest it, understand how it could apply. Uh, but then there's two verses kind of right in the middle of this that, that can be a little confusing. Uh, but today, hopefully, we kind of clear that up uh, and understand that it's kind of one theme through this passage, through this section of the Sermon on the Mount. And so Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, 19 through 24. Here's what the Word of God says. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness." If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. I want to just simply say that this portion of scripture has to do with our focus. It has to do with, with focus. The word uh, single, I want to I highlight a couple of verses. When you look at verse number 22 and 23, it says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. The word single in that verse, it means to be good or to be fulfilling its office or to be clear. If your eyesight is clear, you can see, you can focus, uh, things are well illuminated. However, verse 20, it says the opposite is also true. There are not verse 20, verse 23, it says the opposite is true. If thine eye be evil, thy whole, whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? The word evil there, it means, it means blurred, bad, diseased, or blinded. And so if, you're, if your eyesight is blurred, you're not seeing clearly. So if your eye is single, if you're able to see clearly, if you're able to focus, 
The result is light. The result is sight. The result is illumination. You are seeing clearly. You're seeing um, your, your light. Your vision is full of light and full of truth. Your direction is made clear. Your path is made clear. Uh, the focus is correct and known. However, if you have a blurred vision, you can't focus. The result is darkness. The result is loss of direction. But what's horrible is the person who's in darkness but thinks they're light. That's verse number 23. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? The worst type of darkness is the darkness that someone in fact thinks is light. And here's the thought that many Christians, they go through their Christian life thinking that they are truly following Christ. But the fact of the matter is they've lost focus. And if we're all honest, every single one of us can lose focus. And so in this passage, in these few verses, Jesus speaks on our focus. He speaks on having a correct focus and a correct sight. In verse 19 through 21, when you read those, he says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Uh, in, in earth, your treasures, they're going to dilapidate. In earth, they're going to decay. In earth, they could be stolen. In earth, uh, moths could eat them. But in heaven, it's not going to be stolen. It's not going to decay. It, moths are not going to eat them. In heaven, your treasures are going to last. And then he says the famous verse, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. In these verses, the Lord is speaking about treasure, things we put high value in. And the encouragement here is put high value upon things of heaven. Have a focus upon things of heaven. If you remember, Jesus has just got done uh, kind of warning the people about doing things for the praise of men. We highlighted that just a second ago. Don't give like the hypocrites. Don't pray like the heathen. Uh, don't fast like the hypocrites. Those hypocrites, they were laying up treasures on heaven. Their focus was upon the here and now. And so here in Matthew 6, 19 through 23, 19 through 24, Jesus is saying, hey, don't have your focus upon here and now. Have your focus upon eternity. And how easy is it for us to focus upon the here and now? How easy is it uh, for us to get our eyesight upon pleasing people and upon just, uh, upon just kind of going through um, the monotony of life and the minutia of life, the mundane things that we go through every day? Uh, we can so easily be captivated and focused in upon that. And here Jesus encourages his followers, hey, don't get captivated by the here and now. Don't focus. Don't lay up treasures. Don't put value upon everything that's here and now. Instead, put value upon eternal things. And then he says, no man can serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. Why? Uh, because you're either going to hate one and, and love the other, or else you're going to hold to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't serve uh, God and things of this world. And so in this passage, we need to just see that Jesus is simply highlighting the truth that our focus can easily go from heaven to earth and heaven to earth. And we can focus upon things on the earth and things upon heaven. And he says, listen, don't be torn. Don't be torn. Don't, don't be torn and allow your focus to be upon temporal things. Instead, put your focus upon eternal things. Don't have a split devotion. 
a split devotion. Well, I'm, I'm going to kind of live for the Lord today, but, but I'm also, I, I kind of got to please myself. And, and maybe we might, we might not consciously think that, but subconsciously in our humanity, we can very easily, we can very easily be drawn to serving ourselves and living for us rather than living for eternity. And in these, in these verses, really, it's, it's just a very simple thought that Jesus is getting across. Hey, where is your focus? What are you focusing on? And I don't know about you, but in my life, man, I can look and I'm actually our, our church. We're coming up on on 10 years in just uh, just three weeks from this Sunday is the church's 10th anniversary. And I, I can't believe it. But this morning I couldn't sleep. It was early in the morning and and some things were on my mind about the 10th anniversary. And so I was getting, I got up early in the morning and, and well, early for me, it may not be early for you, but uh, I got up earlier in the morning and I was, I was uh, looking at some old pictures on, on the, our, my files from years ago. And then I was looking at, at just some old statistics from years ago. And, and I was remembering some people that trusted Christ and, and remembering people that were faithful and people that loved the Lord. And, and I was remembering all of these things. But you know what? I just became burdened for. I began to look over names of people. Some have passed away, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Some have moved and, and found other churches. But there's some that I looked at that list and, and they've lost focus. They've lost focus. They're not walking with the Lord anymore. They're not focused upon eternal things. They're focused upon here and now and upon their bank account and their 401k and upon the house and the car and, and the focus of the kids and the focus of, of their jobs and the focus of, of their hobbies and sports and, and all of those things. Listen, if we're not careful, if we're not careful, anything can steal our focus. Anything can steal that can captivate our attention. And what Jesus is getting at in these verses is, hey, don't place value on all of the temporal things. No, place value on eternal things. Place value on a, a walk with God. Place value on your relationship with the Lord. Place value on people, knowing that there are people that are going to come across your path today, that, that you can share the truth of Jesus with them, and, and you might be the only person the only person that they could listen to. And it's valuable to share Christ with them. And place value upon worshiping the Lord today. Place value upon being a person who doesn't just go through the day and, and be consumed with myself and my pride. Man, today, place value upon praising him and talking to him in prayer and, and giving him thanksgiving. Place value this Sunday in worshiping him with your local church. Place value upon giving to him of your time and giving to him of, of perhaps your finances and giving to others your service. Man, every single one of us, every one of us, every day we can lose sight of what's valuable. And I want to encourage you today as we look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24, don't lose focus. Don't lose focus on what's valuable. Don't try to serve yourself and serve God. Serve the things of this world and serve God. No, today, today, plan to just serve him. Today, plan to be focused upon him. Today, maybe after this devotion, just take a minute and just pray, God, help me today. Help me today to place value upon eternal things, to see things how you see things. Help me not to try to convince myself that I'm placing value on eternal things when in fact I'm, I'm a little too focused 
on the temporal things of this life. I hope that you and I would go through the day just having an eternal focus. I hope that this would be an encouragement to you, and I hope that you uh, plan to be in your church this weekend. If you're in the Moses Lake area, we would love to have you. Moses Lake Baptist Church, Sunday morning at 1030, Sunday night at 6 p.m. Looking forward to those services, and look forward to uh, seeing you again on Monday. And uh, we'll we'll be wrapping up Matthew chapter 6 and 7, hopefully next week. Uh, We'll see how long it takes us to get through that. But it's been a great passage today as we uh, think about the devotion. Let's focus on eternity. Ask God to help us to focus on eternal things. See you Monday at 930. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.